Hey friends, welcome to the Planting Wildflowers podcast. Today is so casual. If you're driving in your car, I don't know, maybe you want to press pause and listen to this a little bit later on when you get into your jammies and pour yourself a cup of tea because today I'm hanging out with my good friend, Colleen Newton. She's been on the show before. You guys would have met Colleen earlier in 2021. I think, Colleen, what was it? Somewhere around March or April? I should have looked up the number of the episode, but just uh, search through. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. (laughs) Anyways, the reason we're back together today, there's a lot of reasons. We've missed each other. First of all, geographically, we are not close to one another for like a pop-in visit. It had to be something really scheduled. And the truth of the matter is both of us live very full lives. I don't like the word busy, but we both have full lives and we really wanted to spend the time together. We know, we hope that in this season, that that is also something that you are looking forward to doing with your friends. We are now very accustomed to meeting our friends online in the virtual space. So, you know, if that didn't feel great to you once upon a time, I bet you you're leaning into that a little bit more because spending time in whatever way you can is the best, the very best thing you can do to maintain relationships. Colleen, I'm so glad that we're hanging out today. <laughs> we're laughing already. And we're, we're Speaking of like, relationships, this is filling my cup. <laughs> it's going to fill my cup too, without a doubt. We, we, we all have always been on the same wavelength. First of all, for the listeners who maybe don't know this about Colleen and I, we became friends through our doTERRA businesses. Colleen is very, very much a wellness advocate in all aspects of her life. She is a fitness expert. She is a mom extraordinaire because, and when I say extraordinaire, I really, really mean that because she presents fresh ideas to her kids and then enables them, or sorry, educates, enables a word. We're doing away with that word in 2021 also. We're gifting them with the experience of learning additional layers. They obviously hear certain things in their day-to-day lives, but what else is possible for kids? And to be honest, like kids aren't going to hear everything unless we introduce it to them in our own homes. And I'm speaking specifically about health issues when I suggest that, but that's what I mean by Colleen being mom extraordinaire. She's really gone to great lengths to make sure that her kids feel empowered and really understand some of the choices that are happening under their own roof. We have, we always have such a good time together. And I think it's because, right? Humor has to be part of it. It has to be, you have to be willing to laugh at yourself. You have to be willing to poke holes in things and then, you know, just stand back and have a good chuckle. So this is a perfect way for us to wrap up 2021 by having this catch-up session together and letting you guys in on it. <laughs> Ooh, who I feel knows? like this is going to be a truer representation of our relationship as opposed to our last podcast. It was a little too serious for us. Way too serious for us. <laughs> yeah. So let's just get real <laughs> for a minute. I'm uh, I'm really hoping that other friends get together like this too, Colleen, I wonder, what do you think? Do you think that people are going to great lengths to make time for friends and family this year? I hope they don't get together like this. I hope that they get together and squeeze each other and hold each other like an awkward amount of time. I feel like my hugs lately are just like people go to release and I'm like, oh no, no, we're holding this just a little bit longer (laughs) to the point where maybe it feels a little too long. Um, But I 
yeah, I feel like we've been missing that personal connection for so much time over the last little while. And I really feel it's so important to dedicate your time to people who really, who you really want to spend it with, you know, be intentional with that time. Because I feel in the past, maybe before the last year and a half to two years, we did it all. We saw everyone. And now it's kind of like, we know exactly who we want to give our time to. And when we do do that, we really do feel that, that cup filling and and flowing over. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm really just spending time with, with people that give me all those feels. Mm -hmm. That's, um, that's the way to do it. I posted recently and I, I had borrowed the post from someone else, but over the holidays this year, it said something like, plan to spend your time where you feel celebrated and not tolerated. Mm-hmm. Right. Like How many times yeah. do we give ourselves to people who were all there because we feel oh, like yeah. we're obligated to be there. That is. Yeah. Some things. And I'm, yeah, I'm all about the energy exchange. So I'm really over putting that energy in and not feeling that coming back. So if you're not feeling energized when you're around certain people, if you're instead feeling drained, then that's an automatic science. So take note of that. Where have you, even, even um, experience wise, it doesn't even have to be people. For example, I mean, I have been obviously spending a lot of time at home. I go out kind of on a need to go basis. I've been really noticing places that I've been, or you can associate it to people you've seen. And whether you're feeling really drained or tired, like you can really start to recognize those feelings and associate that with whether or not you should repeat that experience again. So for instance, um, yesterday, I'll just associate it to a store. Am I allowed to say the name of a specific store? I don't see why not. So I went to Costco. All right. And I got home and I literally felt like I'd been run over. So for me, that's a signal to say, okay, um, maybe do I not need to go back to that store if it makes me feel that way? Or maybe do I need to prepare myself better when I go into those situations? So, you know, put a little protection around myself, wear my tourmaline crystal, um, you know, just be more aware of where I'm entering, how my energy is being interacted with, especially if you're someone who's Uh, on the empath side of things, you're really going to be absorbing energy from people around you. So if you're in a place um, that isn't giving you that energy back, or that, you know, is kind of um, not playing well with your energy, then it's time to recognize that and, and just be a little bit more intentional about where you go. And same with people that you're seeing, like, are you feeling filled up after you see certain people? Or are you feeling drained? Because you want that energy exchange to be equal. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let me, I guess that leads to, are you going to be ticking some people off over the holidays? <laughs> you know I am not, I don't, I don't like to think of it that way. I have now, I used to be a super scheduler and now I would say, I just let it be. I let it happen. I like spontaneity. So, you know, if someone says, let's get together, 
I don't say, okay, let's get out the calendar and pick a date and a time and, you know, a place. I kind of let it work itself out. And I realize that we do, you know, if it's someone that we really want to see, we will make that effort to pick that day and time because things do get busy, especially during the holiday season. Um, but even look at us for this podcast, right? Like we didn't plan it months and months ago. You messaged me what, like a couple of days ago and said, Hey, let's have this conversation. Yeah. And it felt right. And here we are. And it feels even better now that it's happening. Um, and that's actually another thing. Like if you have something in your schedule and it's getting closer and it's like giving you these anxious feelings or, you know, you're, you're, um, feeling a lot of resistance towards that. Take that as a sign. I think we really have to start listening to the cues that our body is giving us and just know that, um, it's okay to honor that. And that we should be honoring that because that is a form of self-care. It's so true here. Here's a there, I'm going to use myself as the example. I don't know if this has always been a part of me or if it's something more recent, like a recent development from, you know, get just getting used to staying in the house. I've become much more introverted. I've really learned to, I've learned about myself that I really like just being home. I really, really like it. Not like, you know, always in my pajamas. Like I put myself together. I just like being in my own space so sometimes because of that comfortable feeling, and I know people listening are going to resonate with this, some at least, we like the idea of getting together with people, but as it approaches, we start getting anxious about it, thinking about, and I don't know where mine actually comes from, if it's because I haven't spent time with people in such a long time, or I'm not really sure I haven't uncovered enough about myself to fully understand where that is. So what I do while I'm trying to better understand that whole process is I picture myself with them. And I think back to, you know, other times where I've spent time with these people and what was the feeling like that energy exchange, like you said, and if I can remember how I felt it, it helps me to put myself in that position and remember that I'm going to have a good time. For sure. It's a really strange, it's a really strange, I know anxiety is on the rise for so many people. Do you get anxious? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like I'm getting better with it now. Mm, good. I feel like it's gotten a lot better since again, honoring what my body needs. So I think when we get more in tune with ourselves and, and, you know, respond more to our intuition than our, like, I, I think that my anxiety a lot goes back to that overscheduling and those expectations and, um, you know, doing things that weren't in alignment, living so much in the future, worrying about things that haven't happened yet. So when we're present in the moment, really responding to what our body needs and wants, the anxiety doesn't flare as much for me, at least personally. That's really good. I, I too have been really paying attention to how emotions equate to what's going on in the body. And with all of the, excuse me, education and time that I've spent in really understanding meditation, I have really connected those moments where I'm feeling anxious or feeling anything that is less than awesome with my breath. And, and, and if you've never paid attention to that, just even just putting your hands on your abdomen and making sure that when you're breathing, it's actually filling your belly 
And when you exhale, you're exhaling completely. There's something about just that simple act, you know, breathing in and out three times. And all of a sudden you become aware of the fact that you're much more calm. Your anxiety has subsided. You maybe your self-talk starts to change. I can do this. I'm excited about this. I can't wait to see these people, different things. So yeah, it all, our body remembers things. It remembers the overscheduling, like you said, and it's, it's important to find little, just little ways to be in the moment and really pay attention to other aspects of yourself so that you can enjoy, you can enjoy being around people and creating new memories. It's a big deal. When you talk about that breathing, like that goes back to being present. So Mm -hmm. if you are present in the moment, same with when you are seeing people maybe that you haven't seen or doing things that you aren't used to doing that are outside of your routine, that are outside of the, you know, the homestead that you've created, the, the feeling of presence and, and gratitude, gratitude as well. Like if you are, you know, feeling grateful that you have the opportunity to see this person or spend time with this person. I I read a quote once that said, um, anxiety cannot be present in a gracious heart or something like that. Whenever you're practicing gratitude, it's true. Like if you have those feelings of anxiety pop up and you switch your, your mindset to gratitude, what are you grateful for? What in this situation can you be grateful for? Then honestly, your body starts to change immediately. Mm. And there was another thing. Um, I think it was Lori Ladd. I really like her, mm-hmm. of her like videos. And she said, she was talking about anxiety one day. And she said that um, anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing. It's an emotion that pops up that you need to process. So when you feel those emotions start to arise, so that's the first thing, right? Recognizing those feelings, not ignoring them, not, you know, pushing them to the side. But when you recognize those feelings, understand kind of, or, or spend time trying to understand why they've come up, where they are in your body, mm-hmm. and then kind of letting that process through. Once they're processed through, then you can move on. But the the more we don't recognize them, the more we don't do something about it. So like maybe the anxiety pops up and it's because you are overscheduled. Maybe you need to get outside into nature, go for a walk, breathe some fresh air, just do your breathing technique, huffing in oil, take a bath, you know, do something that gets your body back into that state of calm or helps you get into more of that meditative state. Like for me, if we're switching and talking a little bit about meditation, I'm not someone who sits and meditates but I will at, you know, any time go out and do a meditative walk. So my walk, I call it a moving meditation because I'm able to kill so many birds with one stone. So I can breathe in fresh air. I can get movement. I can um, forest bathe or experience the, the, the perks of being out in nature. And it's just that for me is more the way I meditate. So I think too, it's important to, no matter what, and we were talking about this, we, we talked about so many things that are all kind of coming together right now, but we were talking about programming and being part of programs and taking in um, information from other people. But the way that you are able to process emotions and, um, you know, if we're talking about anxiety, if you're the way that you deal with it or the way that you meditate um, to, to manage it, it has to work for you. 
Like it has to be personal. So if you're on here saying, you know, you love to do your meditation in this way, you love to sit in silence, you know, have music on, maybe um, repeat some affirmations. Whereas me, I like to go out for a walk. So I think it's really important to find what works for you. And again, it goes back to being in touch and in line with your own body and what works for you and listening to her and responding to her and respecting her, trusting her so that you really are just doing what's best for you. Amen to that. I hope you guys have a friend that you can talk like this with. Like, not just a, hey, how's it going? How are the kids? How's this? How's that? But like, start talking about breath work and start talking. Like, the that matter? Like, things that matter. Yeah. Like, cut the crap already. Time is so precious when you're with your friends. I love the fact that we can jump into a conversation like this. We can start, to, we've touched on forest bathing. We've touched on meditation. We've talked on <laughs> stripping down, you know, yeah. these physical limitations that cause us to feel anxious. And I I love having these conversations. It makes me feel like it makes me feel seen and heard. And I hope that that energy exchange is there for you also, because yeah, it's, it's so important that you dig a little deeper with the people that you choose to spend your time with. I have, because honestly, like when I I'm in person with someone or, you know, on a zoom chat with someone or on the phone, it literally is only conversations like this anymore. Like yeah. it's within, you know, one minute we're talking about, you know, uh, a pendulum or uh, a meditation or, you know, a spirit guide. Like, it's just so wild to me that even, and and I, I feel like the, this is different than the me of maybe two or three years ago that this time, this, um, this time of spending a lot more time with our own selves and uh, being able to do that reflection and to grow spiritually. I mean, I hope that if you're listening, that you've taken the time, um, and seen these, these times as a blessing to really slow things down and, and kind of sit in silence with yourself and really, um, that you've, gotten to know yourself a little bit better. And if you haven't, then consider it an invitation because there are just so many opportunities for us to grow, especially when we're um, in the face of challenge, right? Which I'm sure we can say this, these last couple of years have definitely been a challenge, but I just, I, I honestly, I don't know if I would trade them for anything because I just, it's, it's been such a period of growth and um, alignment and really um, being able to just look at, at, at our lives or look at my life and just really figure out what matters and where the next phase will go, which I think is kind of why we're on this podcast to begin with, right? We're talking yeah. about closing out the year and, and what's to come for the next. So I think having this, this, these quiet times and have been a real gift. I couldn't agree more. I think we, our lives are so full that we don't pause nearly enough to sort of observe. And this is this pause or slowing down in life because of what's happening in the world has been, like you said, a real gift. It it allows for us to become the observer, which if you pair that back to its, its actual definition is it's, it's like reaching a higher level of consciousness, because if you cannot 
slow down long enough to witness what is happening in front of you or witness the feelings that you're having, then you are in this state of dullness all the time, just moving through these patterns, these habits of existing. But when you slow down and you can actually step I visually see it like, like a sidestep. I see myself looking at myself and it's like, oh, wow, you really enjoy being in this space. You are really talented in this area. Um, and it's that in and of itself is the gift. And it allows you to then make a choice. Do I move towards those things, you know, with greater ambition or do I recede back into this dullness? So it's a big choice. You are what I would consider a master community creator. And recently you hosted an event at your home. I just thought it was so like, even the pictures of it made me feel happy because I knew that, or I assume just knowing you the way I do, that the goal was not to put on this big flashy experience for people. The goal was to bring the cozy, to bring the, let's use the word huga. Because we brought the huga, we sure did. Huga, (laughs) and you certainly accomplished it. Like the vibe, talk about it a little bit. Like, what did it do for your heart to have that event? Um, Okay, so are we talking about the fall, the fall convention, or my holiday? I did. I've done two. Okay, so yeah, so this fall I hosted one as well, and I feel like it just kind of brought back those that love of bringing people together. I am, I just love pulling together a community of like-minded people and having it, having people walk in to my house and feel like they belong and feel like they're part of something special and feel like, you know, they were meant to be here. I mean, even if they walk in and they've come on their own and I want them to leave just with swollen hearts and Mm -hmm. We really did, I feel like especially for the holiday open house that we did, um, I think it was almost two weeks ago now, um, I think we really did accomplish that. And it was just so beautiful to see people interacting. And it was nostalgic because we used to do all of these in-person events, you know, prior to the last couple of years. And it was, it's just always my favorite thing to do. Like, there's nothing like that in-person connection. Mm -hmm. And... I put up a post afterwards and I said in my group, like, it was great. You know, people went home with thoughtful, um, intentional gifts. You know, we had DIYs set up so people could purchase, or we had aromatherapy bracelet making so people could make bracelets for, um, their loved ones or teachers or friends for Christmas. We had treats and goodies. And, um, I said, but the, the, my favorite part was the hugs. And honestly, every person that commented on the, on the post said the hugs were my favorite too, or the hugs were the best part. And it really was, it wasn't even about, like you said, it wasn't about sales. It wasn't about, um, you know, anything really business related, even though it was, it's like a customer appreciation for, for my community. It was more about giving people that feeling and, and bringing those types of events back into people's lives, because I feel like we have really, really been missing them. So. Yeah, that's, it's so nice too. If you're just becoming familiar with either Colleen or myself, the business that we are involved in our essential oils businesses, 
they are, they are a relationship business. Mm-hmm. No one is prepared. Well, I shouldn't say no one. People are sometimes excited to get into something that is new to them. Essential oils could be that thing. But I think the more important thing is getting to know one another and knowing that you, yeah, sure, you you purchased some essential oils or maybe some lifestyle products or whatever, whatever it is that drew you in. But what always seems to be the people who who hang around, hang around because there was this feeling associated with being part of the doTERRA community and specifically to the person that they are, are connected to. And that, that is such a great place to be. I mean, for us, we're so lucky that we get to like, this is our livelihood is making people feel the way you just described and not out of necessity, but out of this desire to also feel it ourselves. And then have these experiences with other people. It's just so cool. So cool. Yeah. And the awesome thing too, is that like, look at us, like we aren't, you know, I didn't enroll you with essential oils. You didn't enroll me. You're not on my team, but we are, we have this cross line connection and it's like, we would have never even been brought together had it not been for these oils. So they just have this incredible power of benefiting your life in the physical an emotional sense because we know how powerful they are as, as you know, plant medicine, but they also have this powerful ability to bring people together. They just have, like, I just, whenever I think of them, I just think, you know, warm, cozy. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, that they have those kind of soft, um, cozy attachments to them. But at the same time, they have these kind of powerful, you know, I think empowerment, um, life-giving, you know, they, they have this, these strong, um, attach them attachments to them as well. So they're just like these, I don't know, powerful little bottles that have so much more in them besides essential oils. Like it's just so hard to even put it into words because Mm -hmm. they just, have so much to offer your life. And I think, again, going back to these in-person events, I could teach an essential oil class over a screen. And I feel like people would, you know, feel my heart a little bit. But when you're here in person and you can experience them and you can experience, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have a mentor or a guide who's introducing you to them and you can feel that from them, that energy, their passion, and their genuine desire for you to love them as much as they do. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, for me, like I want people to love them as much as I do, but I also want them to feel comfortable and confident using them. So I want them to feel that from me as well. And I feel like those are the things you can only convey in person. So true. So true. I wanted to, I wanted to tell you a story about the oils because it's just Maybe I already did. Maybe when we were together the last time, but I'll share it with that with everyone right now. I had taught an in-person essential oils class. This had to be, we're thinking like five or six years ago. And it and it was at a place that had um it was a group of women that were together and there were it was it needed to be a a secure place in the sense that I couldn't share any information and um it was just a really special opportunity to talk to some really deserving ladies. 
it was a long time ago. I remember I drove three hours to get there. I had my mom come down and babysit my daughter because it, I mean, that's six hours in a day of, of driving. It was going to take, you know, it was going to be the better part of uh, the day and night. I taught the class. I had the best time. I remember there had to be 20 women there. Wow. And they were all, it was so cool too, because it was like a living room type setting and everyone was cozy with tea and hanging out on the living room. Yeah. The best. And they were all, they had um, some, some of them had some friendships in the room and you could see that. And then others who were sort of on their own by the end of the class seemed to be really engaging with the other women. And it was, it was really awesome. And what, what I remember thinking was like you said, it's, it's not about sales. It's about this there's like this awesome feeling. I left there. These women were not in a position to be able to um, afford something like this. They were, they were in a much more dire situation, but the education on what essential oils can do for them and the experience that they had with the oils and that sense of community that they had when we were all together was something that was was absolutely worth it for all people. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward five or six years go by, and I get a phone call from a woman who was um, she was part of that organization, and she said to me that she remembered how she felt, and although she got called away for work purposes and wasn't able to participate in the whole class, she remembers the vibe and she remembers the feeling and she remembers feeling like these oils are so so beautiful. And she has now since become part of the community all these years later. And it was all tied back, not to the oils themselves, but to the feeling they got to feel like it was, it was a really, really good day. Yeah. Super good day. And that's just one example of probably dozens that we could share, but that's a really defining one for me because it, it was just so special. It's so special. Oh, to have I mean, I, I am not surprised that you would be that memorable for someone five years later. Yeah. You're so sweet. <laughs> um, no, it is. It's all about the experiences yeah. really. and that feeling, that feeling that you can't put into words. You literally just cannot, you cannot describe it. Yeah. We should, um, we should let everybody know listening right now that we have, if there's any level of curiosity, curiosity about doTERRA as a community and and how you can sort of become integrated into it. We're doing a super special class mm-hmm. on December the 12th. It's happening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Both Colleen and I will be on. You're teaching a piece of it too, right? Yes. You teach a piece of that, Colleen? Okay. So you'll get to hear from both of us, um, as well as a few more of our, our friends, our we have like a, a sisterhood circle and we, we share the load and we make our classes really interesting because it's nice to hear from a variety of voices because we've all had different experiences, but we love the thing that ties us together is we love to pass on the invitation to all of you. So December the 12th, 8 PM Eastern standard time, there is a registration required because we do have limited spacing. So do reach out to either myself or to Colleen. I'll put a ways that you can reach either or both of us so that you know how to get yourself registered for that. And even if you are already in the doTERRA community and you're kind of curious about how you can take it to the next level, maybe you've been using the oils for a long time, but you see that there is some value in sharing it with other people, let us just offer the opportunity. 
And then again, you make the decision on whether or not it's a good fit for you based on the way you feel after the class. Yeah. And I love this because I feel like we've covered so many things today. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) what I love about this is that again, when we were talking about doing things in your own way, doing things that feel right for you, when we were talking about meditation and managing emotions and things like that, it's the same in this business. Mm -hmm. So what I love about it is that you take it and you make it your own. So even no matter what you hear at this, at this biz op session that we're doing um, on Sunday, uh, next Sunday, not this Sunday, but um, you still will take your business. And I don't even, I don't even actually like calling it a business anymore. I like calling it an opportunity because I sometimes feel like when we say, even when we say a doTERRA business session, it's a little bit intimidating to people. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, business, like, I don't want to, they, they look at us and they think they have to do it the way that we do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, absolutely not. You are going to do it the way you want to do it. So are you wanting to just cover the cost of your monthly oil order? Maybe you're not even placing a monthly oil order yet. Maybe you're not even a customer yet, but all I, all I say for, for someone being successful in this opportunity is that you need to have a love for people and sharing health and genuinely wanting to help other people and a love for the product. Mm-hmm. And it's literally that simple. And you can then be rewarded for introducing this incredible, supernatural, empowering lifestyle to other people. So my goal in welcoming people into this kind of sharing lifestyle is just that. Like, even if you are just sharing oils with one to two people a month, or, you know, not even keeping track of that, like you're, you're most likely if you're using oils already, I guarantee you're already doing that because it's impossible. Once you have these, these, I know, I know we're not allowed to call them remedies, but I am anyways. Um, once you have them in your hands, it's impossible. Like you almost feel guilty keeping them to yourself. That's how I felt. I thought like, I have so many people who could benefit from these oils. Like I, how can I keep them to myself? It's so selfish. <laughs> so that's how I got into it. I just wanted to offer them to other people so that they could help them in whatever areas of their life they were needing that sort of up-leveling. So whether it was emotional health or sleep or immune support or what literally whatever it mm-hmm. is. Um, so if you are using oils, you're, a hundred percent doing that already. So why not learn how to use that to your advantage and get rewarded for what you're doing? And I think honestly, this style of earning is going to become more and more popular over the coming years, because again, people, again, when we're talking about creating our own energy exchange and, you know, living true to ourselves and in alignment, many people are being given ultimatums right now or being presented with uh, challenges in their lives as far as, okay, there's a fork in the road now, which way am I going to go? Am I going to stay in this mundane uh, lifestyle that isn't filling me up? I'm putting my all into it and I'm getting nothing back. It's not, you know, it's not benefiting my life in any other way besides maybe paying my bills. Uh, Or am I going to follow this gut feeling I have and this desire to be filled up from what I am putting out into the world. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't I'm not doing this 
for the money. I am doing this for the feeling, for the reward that I feel in helping other people. I love the product so much. It has helped me so much. And I love sharing it with other people. And that is why I do what I do. So I think a lot of people are going to be led in that direction of searching for joy. Like, what are you doing that is filling you up with joy? And if you're living day to day, not feeling those feelings, that feeling of being filled up by what you do, then it's time, I think, to put your life under under the microscope and kind of figure out where you can where you can make that a little bit better for yourself. Cause I just think, I just think that's the direction we're heading. I agree. And I think too, we maybe, you know, definitely, I don't know if I want to say our generation as a, as a generalization, but we, we, we look at things a little bit differently. And the truth of the matter is money. We all have a money story. So whether you choose to come to this opportunity class, which would be really fun, very informative, all the good things, you'll definitely get the feels and you'll be able to witness for yourself the sense of community that we have because none of us benefit from one another showing up together in that way, other than we get to spend the time together. But where I was going with this is this, is there is an opportunity for financial healing that extends itself into all areas of our life. And I really noticed this with millennials and what's the, is it Gen Z, Gen Z's? Is that what they are called? The the younger than the millennials. They are more about the experience than any previous generations have really been. And I really admire that because I think when they get a handle on what money can represent in that whole opportunity, then they will quickly realize that those experiences and those very lofty goals that I hope they all have can become a reality. However, there needs to be a vehicle available to access it. Mm -hmm. So millennials and Gen Zs are so smart because they look at these kinds of earning opportunities and they see that if I'm, if they're an ambitious person and they've got a goal in mind, this is the vehicle because there is no hierarchy. There isn't anything suggesting that you can't outrun, outpace, out earn if that's what drives you, anybody that's part of your community. Like literally when we say the sky's the limit, the sky is the limit. So if you've always dreamed of traveling the world and supporting people in impoverished countries, guess what? This is this is the ticket to doing that. And the way you do that is sharing essential oils that are benefiting people along the way, as well as yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're receiving that financial opportunity to find yourself firmly planted in a situation where you can access all of your goals. If you dream of owning a yoga, yoga studio, if you dream of you know, whatever your dreams are, it doesn't really matter. You need a vehicle. You can't just cross your fingers and hope to die that you're going to, you know, yeah. find yourself in a, in a lucky situation. One of these days, you got to make it happen these days. It's not happening for people anymore. It is all based on willingness to put yourself in these um, beautiful experiences, like what we're talking about for December the 12th. Yeah. And the opportunities 
and avenues are endless, literally. So like Rebecca was saying, like you can, you can apply them to basically anything. And I, I did a presentation recently on building communities. And one of the things I was talking about was all the different ways that you can educate or bring people together for specific events for sharing oils. And, you know, it was oils for yoga, oils for fitness, oils for nutrition, um, oils for, you know, any sort of health complication that you might have oils for massage. I mean, it really, they really do apply to each and every avenue of life. So if you have it in interest, it goes back to, you're going to do this the best way it suits you. You can literally fit them into any area of your life. And when we're talking about oils being a vehicle, I love also going back to, to the breakdown of systems. Like we don't have to, if you're, if you're someone who's younger or even, you know, in your, in your older years, you don't have to get yourself deep in financial debt from um, education or, um, you know, from doing maybe a job that's not filling you up as much financially as it should, you can use this to create your own lifestyle, be your own entrepreneur, run your own business, work in your own environment. You don't have to, you know, work for the man. You don't have to go in and work under the fluorescent lights every day. You don't have to, you will live your life by design. And I think authenticity, I think empowerment, I think alignment. I mean, aren't those all the words that we're really buzzing about right now? Mm-hmm. Like for me, there's no other way to live. And I think right now, if you're being presented with an opportunity that might be showing itself as a challenge in air quotes right now, then I think the safe route is going to be the route that doesn't lead you to to that beautiful ending that you're looking for. Mm. That safe route is probably more of a comfort, right? So get uncomfortable, try the different direction that maybe gives you those butterflies that you're wanting to suppress. Don't ignore them. Like if you're feeling that, I like to like, it's like a good anxious feeling, right? If you can, if you can, (laughs) if you can see the difference or feel the difference, chase the butterflies, because I really think it's going to lead to lead you on a path to where your soul is actually designed to walk. Colleen, that is so beautiful. Chase the butterflies. I love that. I love that you said it's a good anxious because excitement and anxiety, anxious feelings, they actually reside in the same, they, they, they have the same source. It's what you choose to Definitely. action that brings them to life. So chasing the butterflies. Resistance. resistance, right? Resistance yeah. isn't a bad thing. Resistance is often a sign for you to think twice and think, okay, if I'm resisting this, it doesn't necessarily mean like when we're going back to making friends with, you know, and having those anxious feelings with, for plans that we might not have made, that resistance to doing that isn't necessarily a sign from your body saying, don't do it. It's a sign saying, okay, let's dig a little deeper. What does this resistance mean? Mm-hmm. You know, sit in that, do your, go back to doing maybe your meditation, go out on your walk, see what comes through. And, and I have a feeling that 
there's so many people out there that need this message. And yes, it's hard to think and it's hard to hear it from other people, but it's, it's an invitation to dig a little deeper and follow, follow that path. And don't be afraid to talk it out with people or to seek guidance from um, modalities or um, I don't want to say professionals, but um, practitioners that maybe are outside the norm of, of people that maybe you have gone to see for help in the path past or talked to in the past. There's a whole collection of spiritual practitioners who are really stepping into their light right now and are here, not by chance, but to help guide us. And um, there should be no shame in reaching for guidance from, from those types of people. I think that they have a real place in the world, especially right now, as we get challenged with with, um, you know, things that maybe have not come up in the past. hundred percent. Yeah. It's so important. I know myself personally, I've invested time in, in pursuing that for myself as well as for my daughter. I think it's something that, um, our kids, if they're shown that there are other perspectives out there and they can work through things in ways that we would maybe once consider unique or different or strange and feel a resistance towards, they won't feel that because it will become part of their every day. I, ju- I just love it. So opportunity, right? It's an yes. opportunity to upgrade. We're constantly upgrading. And right now we're being challenged to upgrade more, more and more. And I just think sometimes that can be scary or maybe sometimes it um, can be intimidating or maybe we don't even recognize why it's happening. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to talk it out and not just feel kind of alone in those feelings. So true. Can you see me shuffling cards? I, uh, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. I mean, I saw your hand moving down there and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for telling me what you were doing. (laughs) So what I've got in front of me, I'm going to pull one of these cards because I love these. So it's, they're called cool to connect cards and they were designed. I believe the woman is right here in Ontario. I should look this up and post about it, but they're at cool to connect.com. So you can look it up for yourself as well. Um, is, what does it say about this deck? I just love this. Powered by Heroic Humans. Heroic Humans is a global social impact movement with a mission to inspire, celebrate, and empower heroic members of all communities. Very cool. The reason I pulled this deck, Colleen, is because I'm going to pull a card. And these cards are meant to inspire conversation. Not that you and I need. <laughs> we don't exactly need a topic to help us find things to talk about. How are you even going to how are you even going to put a blurb about what this podcast is about? I don't even know. I don't know. It's probably going to be something about chase the butterflies. Yeah, because that was just so that was special. Okay, are you ready to answer whatever whatever this card? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Let's see. Oh, this is so good. Take a minute to brag about your latest accomplishment. Oh geez. Oh, I did this right before we went live. Okay. I I mean, I feel like we kind of already touched on it, which was the, the open house of bringing people together, that in-person event. I would say that right now um, has been my greatest accomplishment just because it was on my radar for a while last year. We didn't get to do it. And it was just such a, it left a huge void. 
So, and I'm still buzzing, like, you know, like a week and a half later, I'm still buzzing over it. So that must mean that it was, you know, a good accomplishment. And I'm sure that ripples out, that excitement is rippled out. And then mine would be, um, I was sharing with you that I was invited to do a meditation in a really um, sacred group of women that I had not curated myself. So to be invited to do the meditation was an interesting opportunity because they didn't choose to hear from me. I was put in front of them. So you never know what the, what the reaction will be. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those moments where I, I felt so much positivity coming from the women who participated. I could feel myself giving it right back. Like it was one of those super enlightening moments where I was we're just really in it in all ways, mentally, emotionally, physically, I was like right in it. And then to be able to witness at the end of it, like people clapping and some of them were crying and then some of the feedback. And I, I mean, you don't do it for those things, but when it's, when it's acknowledged, the, you know, the effort and the energy that you put out, man, does it feel good. And like oh, yeah. we were saying before, it's like, it's like a nudge you're doing, you're on the right track. Keep going with this. This is really special. Yeah. So see, isn't it? The deck is really, it's really Yeah. You could use that. Like, I mean, you could, it could lead you through a whole podcast. Totally. Totally. I've used it with one of the other, we've only done it one other time. I need to remember to get this out more often. We have been on for a while together now. And I want, I know that we both have, I thought it was like five minutes. Yeah, just yeah, we're we're approaching the five minute mark. I wonder about you personally with traditions in your family. What do you guys have lined up? What's what's gonna happen over the holidays for you? Okay, so we uh both have local families. Well, Jay, my husband has some um family on the west coast. Um, so we typically just like stay cozy around home. We used to, you know, in previous years again we have a lot of family and friends. So we would go crazy and have the whole calendar booked up every day. And it starts to change. I think first when you have kids, because you notice quickly in their behavior, you know, if you, if you are uh, any sort of an intuitive mama, you notice that their behavior is a reflection most likely of um, what they need or what they're asking. So I, I think since we've had kids, we've definitely slowed that down. Um, as far as the scheduling. And then obviously the last couple of years have forced us to slow down even more. And I actually love it. Like I just love just taking in the cozy holiday, sitting around the tree, listening to Christmas music, you know, in a Christmas, have tea or coffee in a Christmas mug, just enjoy it, craft with the kids, like just all those things that make all those memories and give you all those feels. Um, So we do um, just a couple of dinners with family. We do a a Christmas breakfast with my sister at her house uh, every year, which is always very special. And then um, we usually try and get away for a little bit after Christmas. So we'll see how that goes this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? Somewhat similar. We will not, we don't have a booked schedule this year. Um, So you know, that to me, just, just knowing that there's space around the holidays feels really, really nice. It means that you are opened up to say yes to whatever comes your way. And I think that's so cool. Like we just got an invite, um, for a gathering on this upcoming Friday night. And I thought, 
geez, it is so nice. We can just, yeah, I'd love to come. Thank you so much. And you're able to go off and do that. We will see family. Um, and we too, I really appreciate my daughter and I are more of the, um, Christmas lovers. And what, what I mean by that are like the little detailed things, the Christmas music, the crafting. In fact, we're going to be putting, um, your candle recipe to action this weekend. Yeah, we've got all our supplies. We, yeah, boxes of all kinds of good stuff. So we're excited about that. Um, but it's all, it's like, it's all the little things. Like I treated myself this year for the first time in years. And I don't know why I haven't done this, but I loved as a kid, I loved having an advent calendar. I loved that thing. And so this year when I bought the kids advent calendars, I bought one for myself. And, you know, I, I know we're only a couple days in when we're having this conversation, but I can't believe like that little shot of joy that I get just from opening that little window. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. So I got to tell you something really funny. My kids love advent calendars. So we were out, they had a dentist appointment yesterday. So we were just walking around the mall a little bit to kill some time before we went in. And at one of the stores, they saw, I think it was HomeSense. They saw like a a advent calendar for adults. And it was just one of the ones that has, um, you know, like kind of from Christmas vacation, like it just has the little doors and you stuff your own stuff in it. Okay. So my son was like, well, what? my six-year-old, what? He just didn't understand. And I said, well, this is like an adult advent calendar. So you stuff it yourself. You could put whatever you want in it. So when we got home, so yesterday was December 1st, we got home and he already had like a couple wrapped presents under the tree. He's really into like just gifting everybody in the house this year, wrapped in, in, you know, printer paper. And (laughs) that is adorable. So he handed it me to me when we got home and he said, mama, I want you to open this today. It was December 1st. And I'm going to wrap you a present every morning and it's going to be your advent calendar. And I thought, you know what? These are the things that matter. Like I, like I shed a little tear because I just thought we are really wanting to instill in them, especially this year, the season of giving. So whenever they think, or they tell me something that they want, I turn around and say, okay, and what, what are you thinking about? what is something you're thinking about giving someone Mm -hmm. just so that they're always thinking from that side of things as well. And I, I talked to um, my cousin the other day and we were talking about the holidays and she said, she calls Christmas time, the season of shoulds. And I thought that's so interesting because you should do this. You should buy for this person. You should go to this event. You should, you know, do all these things. And really, I think we're starting to turn it around now with this, this, with so much more downtime, with seeing less, less people and really being intentional with our time and doing things like we said, that fill us up with that positive energy and those feelings of joy. And it just kind of all comes for full circle to all the things we've been talking about today. So, yes. oh my God, that is so beautiful with your son. That spirit of giving is something that might be the single best gift that you can pass on to your kids is to share that love of caring for other people, whether it's gifting, that's certainly a thing of, like, I love 
curating little packages for people. And they're, they're often quite small, but they're always very intentional and filled with love. So I, I could talk to you forever, Colleen. My gosh, I love you. So glad that you and I are friends. So glad that we were brought together through the oils, because like you said, who knows, like I, I, yeah, where would we have aligned outside of this opportunity? So I'm so glad that we both said yes independently and then discovered. Well, I mean, obviously in a past life. Clearly. We need Clearly. to figure that out. We need to figure our connection from past lives. And that's going to be my mission in the next little while. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a terrific idea. Yeah, because we are all so interconnected with one another, whether it's now we or lost, we just lost a bunch of viewers. Just <laughs> they're like who listeners, a bunch of listeners. Okay. Right? I was I was feeling them and then they got a little quacky. Yeah. I'm okay with with being known as the woohoo or the neighborhood oh. bitch or whatever it is. And I know you are too. It's oh yeah, it's, that's my MO. It's really it's funny to watch people get uncomfortable with what they don't understand. I and that's really all it is. When you don't understand something, you resist it. And if you keep pushing away, it becomes a fear. And it's like, just get curious about it. Just explore it a little bit. Yeah, chase those butterflies. Yeah, chase the butterflies. That is that is my very favorite statement of this whole conversation. And I want to thank the listeners for hanging out with us today. We had, it's windy where both Colleen and I are. So you might he, like sense a little bit of um disjointed we we got disconnected a couple of times but we've we've put this together it wasn't with... me being censored <laughs> <laughs> they should censor yeah <laughs> censor some of the things that we talk about but yeah we haven't captured those today no, no, not another today. time <laughs> listen thanks for hanging out with me to the listeners thank you guys for being here i hope that as Colleen and I sign off, that you will connect with people in your life that you choose to spend your time with, people that make you feel celebrated and loved, and people that you want to pour into at the same time, too. That energy exchange that Colleen talks so much about today is really, that's a beautiful consideration, and you really want to feel it on both sides. So do reach out to someone special in your life. If it can't be in person, then we've all, we have no excuses anymore because technology provides you know, it provides for us in this sense that we can at least hang out in this way. So uh, do that, do that today for yourself. Colleen, thanks a million. You're such, such a joy to have in my life. I love you, friend. Love you too. Have a great one and uh, hang out with uh, all of our Planting Wildflowers listeners again next Monday. Thanks guys. Mm -hmm.